0: Welcome to Two Old Guys on the Back Porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have the lovely and talented Cat, that's C-A-T, pushing all the buttons. Cat, what's happening?
1: Hey, how y'all doing? We'll be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast podcast platforms. we also also be found on Facebook and Instagram. Um, if you're listening to us on Stitcher, uh, I know they're closing the doors.
0: Bastard. August
1: 29th, so just find us on another one of the other platforms. Um, Two today. One is Miami, Florida. I'm sure it's pretty hot there right now. It's a great documentary on PBS from American Experience called Mr. Miami Beach about Carl Graham Fisher, the millionaire promoter and entrepreneur from Indiana who risked everything and turned 1,000 acres of Florida swampland into the American Riviera. Our other town we're going to shout out is Columbus, Georgia, home of Fort Monroe, and one of the longest urban water, whitewater courses, great place to put that kayak in. Giving y'all a big round of applause.
0: All right, since it's 112 degrees out here on the back porch today, as some of you already know, we do this from the state of Virginia. Humid. It's a little humid. In the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Emphasis summer is on common is a mother. So uh, I'm going to prop up this new brew I've been trying. It's the uh, Avalanche Amber Ale. I'm an amber ale guy, anyway. It's from Breckenridge Brewery. Um, they're not paying me to prop this thing up because is that in Colorado? Nobody's paying me to do anything. That's exactly where it's at. Give it a shot, Avalanche Amber Ale. It's high as hell. It's like 12 bones for a six-pack. But, but it's it. really good. It's hitting the mark right now out here because sweat is pouring down my face. Kat, what you got?
1: Um, I love fruit, and one of my favorite summer fruits is watermelon. I, I'm drinking a lovely watermelon martini.
0: Ooh, sounds sweet. like
1: Simply it. has made it way easier with them making some
0: watermelon juice. So The way the sunlight's hitting it, it does look pretty delish. Pretty fab. All right, today... We're going to try to get into the side, inside the head of the influencer, okay? Now, I know two old guys on the back porch. We're a little behind the times sometimes. So today, we, we look at the influencer. Uh, you know, you get up every day, you tap your phone, hit the Google News, see what everybody's bitching about. And and I continuously see this stuff on there. Uh, See Victoria Sanchez taking it slow at her favorite beach. And I I tap the story, and it's like, Victoria Sanchez is a Mexican news reporter and influencer. I scroll down a little bit and uh, see Samantha Wellesley living on the edge. And I tap it, and the story goes, Samantha's an actress? And an influencer. And I go, who are they influencing? You know, I know, I know I'm lame. I'm going to lay it out. I don't do Facebook, Instagram. I'm actually busy. He's uh, a geezer. I got a job. Uh, I have no time for it. So the so-called influencers, you know, they promote products mostly on social media. And to me, it seems like it's a bunch of hot-looking females mostly. Maybe that's why I tap the screen. I don't know. Tippity tap. Supposedly, some of these so-called influencers, depending on how many followers they have, can make anywhere from a thousand to ten gerr every time they post something. So I'm like. I'm in shock. I mean, you're telling me some hot-looking chick can sit there and apply, I don't know what, facial cream and, and put it on social media and it can make tinker yes. like that? That's the way this thing yes. goes. It's unreal, okay? Look, I'm not dogging them. If you can get paid for doing absolutely nothing, good for you. Okay. But
1: the problem is, it's not just nothing. It's it's a beast that continuously feeds itself. I mean, you get paid for doing, it and then you've got to turn around and do it again for another product.
0: Yeah. I mean, the fact that these people, they get, they get people to buy something, whatever it is, because they posted something on TikTok or Snapchat or YouTube or Instagram, whatever. I really don't get it. You know, I don't get the part where... Consumers think they're getting a non-biased opinion on a certain product. Is that happening?
1: They think that they're giving a non-biased opinion. Okay, I'm not
0: buying it. And there's actual influencer categories. Okay, you have the nano, which is me. The nano influencer, Pure the nano. little itty-bitty one, the nat. He's only got her. she's only got a 1,000 to 10, 10 girl followers. The micro-influencer, they got 10,000 to 100,000 followers. I'm almost there. I'm going to move up to micro. Macro is like 100,000 to half a milli. And then you got the big daddy of them all, right? The mega-slash-celebrity influencer who has more than half a million followers. Wow. I'm not impressed. Now... You're celebrity influencers. And, of course, we all know and don't know how anyone could listen to a Kardashian, right? (laughs) I mean, with all the bad life choices that they make on a daily basis.
1: Especially with dudes.
0: Okay. We got this... I'm just going to randomly call out some of these people that are supposedly high up on this on this and big man. We're going
1: to apologize to begin with because he's going to mispronounce the
0: names. Look, I could say Chiara Ferragni. It's close,
1: pretty close. Okay, kinda. she's
0: got 27 million followers, and she supposedly can tell you what clothes to wear. You got Gigi Hadid. Right. I'm killing it. She's Yolanda,
1: a, Yolanda's daughter from another, Beverly
0: Hills. Another fashion influencer. She's not the one with The weekend, is she?
1: No, that was the other That's one. Bella. Okay. Her sister Bella was with so The So they're weekend. like
0: another version of the Kardashians. They're just a train wreck. Okay. You got Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande. We but all know. Selena has jobs. She has actual right. work going I, I on. I mean, we know them as the, I guess, the Disney child actors right. who went on to have... A somewhat successful singing careers, I guess. Lily Pons, YouTuber with forty-eight million followers and growing. Now, this chick, she does uh, music, modeling, acting. Um, she can do it all, I guess. And and then, of course, once you get into the athletes, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Messi. Two Messi. soccer greats. I didn't know they were big-time influencers. I didn't know Messi and Ronaldo. I didn't know. I mean, there's this one dude named Habi Lam. I think that's right. All right, This dude's got 80 million followers. He hangs out with NBA players. Habi Lam. Uh, hangs out with Snoop Dogg. He, he promotes the uh, crypto, crypto disaster disaster known as Binance which i think just had some issues uh habi lame uh he's always pushing the Hugo boss clothes the, right. the overpriced stuff that is um habi lame he is pretty lame i mean this shit is a joke i, I don't i don't know now, here's a few more influencers and then we'll move on. Of course, the list would not be complete without Justin Bieber. Biebs. I'm going to take a sip of my brew. Cuz this is hard work.
1: Cat is chasing, dog is chasing cat. All
0: right. The Bieber is almost got 500 milli in the fi- in the uh followers department. I mean, he can't put out a decent song but he can sell some shit on the web and get paid. And don't forget about the queen. The this queen. thing ain't going to go down without mentioning Taylor Swifty. Taylor. You know, Swifties. You know, if Taylor uses a certain tampon, so should you. I mean, if your life is this shallow, I, I'm t- I know it's for the young cats. Okay. I understand it. Am but,
1: I going to get to talk at the end of this?
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'll give you a break. I'll, I'll let you in in a minute. All right. So Thanks. the Swifty and her shallow it's two followers, guys, right? Right. That's what I heard. You know, Swifty puts on some lipstick, or Kim Kardashian, or Dwayne Johnson uses some kind of deodorant, and we're all going to run out and buy it. I mean, I, again, I, I don't get it.
1: Okay, jump in. Um, I do watch social media. I like TikTok and. Thanks to everybody from TikTok that have found us via my TikTok page. We're blowing up. We're blowing up. We really appreciate you guys checking us out. Um, I do like social media. I usually have a narrow view of what I am looking at. Usually I'm liking, you know, bartenders that are creating interesting cocktails or the other is like, you know, 50 something or 40-something-year-old runners who right, are... So
0: what about the influencers?
1: I'm saying is I have a narrow influence of people I follow that are that influence. Okay.
0: Oh, oh, the bartenders are influencers. The
1: bartenders that are making cool drinks are influence. I listen, I watch female runners who are of a certain shape and uh, age who are trying to get people to run. That's usually the people I'm following, people I'm responding to. So, I mean, you can't... There's another... I'm trying to say there's another side of social media.
0: Okay, it's I'll not... I'll sit
1: on the TikTok and on certain people I watch and I enjoy... Right, so the, maybe
0: I've narrowed it down you've narrowed to it just down, uh, products.
1: Products. It's not all products. I there's, you. you know, people's life stories going on and they're sharing their life. Okay. My daughter's not happy with me because I'm watching mom, t- mom TikTok, which moms raising their kids and, you know, it's kind of interesting to me because I remember back when I was that age and was trying to Wrangle of one and three year olds. So it's it's not all products and influence and trying to sell all stuff. All right, well I'm I'm
0: gonna continue on the negative narrative. Of course that's you're gonna I'll, go negative. You know, you got the influencers to me corrupting corrupting the minds of the youth. You know, my thing is if the influencers if they've graduated from Harvard Harvard, they haven't married anyone with tattoos on their neck, and they've actually contributed to society in some kind of positive way that maybe I'll go along with it. But I myself and several other million hardworking people really don't have time to check out Ronaldo's Instagram account to see what he's hawking today
1: well as i can put it there's some people that are looking at reddit and going deep down into a topic and there are others on tiktok that are very shallow and watch looking at every single thing that there's they're interested in
0: yeah i don't
1: know there, there was one chick this week that got in trouble she got married last weekend and she invited all these other influencers I mean, pretty much Elf Cosmetics is the one who sponsored her wedding. I mean, someone went down and quoted exactly how much the venue and how much the the flowers were and everything. And some of her friends apparently got, you know, save the date. Hey, I'm going to get married this day. Save the date. But they didn't get invitations. Instead, she invited a whole bunch of other influencers who, you know, had their getting ready for the wedding videos on TikTok and yeah. so I don't know It's it's a money game.
0: The influencers, you know, again supposedly have expert knowledge about these products they're selling. But no they don't. I know it's all whatever. It's social media marketing. It's, it's whoever's paying them. Okay. It's it's another lame form of advertising. But hey, it's good work if you can get it. You know, the more followers the better. That's what the world's turned into anyway. The one I mean, with the okay. most followers wins. Pretty sad.
1: I appreciate all my followers on Instagram. Usually, if you're following me on Instagram, you're getting photos of me walking the dog every morning, taking photos of wildflowers. I need to
0: check that out make sure that's true. It's true.
1: And that's pretty <laughs> much what, you know, you're either getting that from me or some local race I ran in. A little information, a little it's
0: video all on clean. that.
1: It's all clean, and that's pretty much me, and I doubt anybody's going to be knocking on my door. I mean, a friend of mine who just had a baby not six months ago, Nike came after her and got her to do a ad with them, you know, and it, and it happens. And, of course, you just got to take that when you can get it.
0: Okay. All right. It's money.
1: I it's mean, money. Again,
0: the, the influencer's getting checks. Um, I don't think that job comes with health insurance no. or a 401k plan. I it's think a not.
1: hustle. And it's the thing is, you think it's easy, but then it's a continuous hustle because you've gotten that check and then you've got to go over and get another well, one.
0: Well, that's the whole thing. These products that they put out there, and these 20-somethings, I guess they're going and buying them because Kim Kardashian and her Swifty put it on their face. All that stuff's disposable. Like I you mean, said, once they get a check for it, it's not even on their counter, and they just toss that thing in the trash and try to find something else Well, to I hide. mean,
1: whenever Brooks and Under Armour want to come sponsor me, please come give me a check, Here. rather than my, my having to pay for it.
0: Someone who influences your life, it should be your parents, your grandparents, your minister, your big sister, your big brother, your baseball or football coach, okay? That's who the influencers should be. I mean, some celebrity or famous athlete should not be guiding your decisions. Okay? They're people on a screen. They're not in your daily life. You I know? mean... It's all about trust. I don't really trust it.
1: There was a story on 60 Minutes about parents who were suing Meta for their kids getting into uh, bulimia and anorexia. Because apparently the girl was like looking for a diet plan for a thirteen-year-old. Instead, got into anorexia.
0: She got pages. Influenced. influenced. All right, I don't trust it. Let's roll right into one tough, awesome dude. Dude's awesome. Dude's awesome. Igbo, Machi. I am crushing the names today.
1: He's rocking. Can we the- have
0: somebody on this podcast named like Pete Smith? Oh my All God. right. So Iqbal Mashi, born in 1983 from Pakistan. Our right, dude comes from a poor family in Pakistan. His dad took out a loan that was to be paid off by his son's labor. Now, I thought we'd moved on from that a long time ago. Evidently, we're not well, over there in Pakistan.
1: Going to. Tell you here in a minute, it's happening here in the United States. There's fourteen states that are trying to relax child labor laws so that you can have a kid in a meat packing plant.
0: Wow. So we're talking about a little That's ki- great, Arkansas. Talking about a little kid who's not going to the playground. He's not going to school. He's going to a factory that makes carpet. Fourteen hours a day for Ig Small kid, beaten chained to the loom. If you don't know what a loom is, look it up. Because they chained him up because he was like, fuck this. Fuck this, fuck your carpet. So check this out. He escaped. Went to the Pakistan police. And they took him back to the hellhole. Okay, he got out of there and said, nah, you got to go back and make some more carpet. I mean, Pakistan, pretty much a disaster anyway. So he escapes a second time. Iqbal Mashik. Did all this at age 10 and 11, escaped again, ended up helping 3,000 Pakistani children escape bonded labor, made speeches about the horrible child labor abuses going on all over the world. And this, this is what he got now. Iqbal, he was visiting his relatives on Easter Sunday. This was 1995, okay? Okay. Gets gunned down by the Pakistan mafia that was out there seeking out the uh, the slaves that had escaped the carpet factory. I mean, unreal. Um, Iqbal, his story is is not gone unnoticed. He's received awards. There's been books, Sounds movies.
1: Very Dickensian.
0: Telling his story. And you got something to add?
1: It's Here's happening it. here. We have okay. states that are trying to Pass laws to lessen, you know, encourage child labor.
0: Yeah. Big ball machine. One tough, awesome dude. You watching anything yet?
1: Yes, I am watching. And what I'm watching is Flaming Hot. It's a little movie that was on Hulu.
0: It's about... Rated X. It's not.
1: It's about Richard Marchi- Mar- Martinez, a Mexican immigrant... Was a janitor for Frito Lay, came up with the idea for Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Hated it's... it. <laughs> anyway, it was pretty good. He was he was got it. He had a kind of a rough childhood. He uh, went to juvie for a little while. Lied about going whether he not he went to high school. Got a janitor job at Frito Lay. Wrote and, and as he's there, he can see you know. There's other flavors. You know, there's a a rising Hispanic population in the United States. Hey, I have an idea. My kid loves elote, which is like Mexican hot corn cobs, and that's a great taste, but it's not burning you, burning you. Let's come up with an idea of making hot, flaming hot Cheetos, and so he goes and brings the idea, and at first they're like, "Nah, I don't, we don't really like the idea." But then another part of Frito Lay came in and we had thinking they had the same idea. So finally he goes, "Well, why don't we just do a little section here in, in Cali, and we'll see if everybody likes the Fritos?" And they, they did it in
0: Cheetos. Cheetos. You said Fritos.
1: Cheetos. Sorry.
0: <laughs> anyway. Different snack.
1: Same company. Do people
0: really like the Flamin' Hots? Yeah, they do. Wow.
1: Mes Amigos love the Flamin' Hots. And there's another one that they have, which is the actual Mexican corn Frito Cheetos that I like a lot. So anyway, as time goes on, he rises up from being a janitor to a marketing executive there at Frito Lay. And his influences a lot of other, you know, Taste decisions there at Frito Lay, and it's it's a great movie. It was directed by Eva Langore Longoria. It was a movie. It was a movie
0: on what? Hulu. Oh, okay. I even had
1: a um, screening there at the White House.
0: What was it called?
1: Flaming Hot. All right. So I was from a janitor to a
0: marketing executive for Frito Lay. All right. All that talk about Flaming Hot Cheetos has made me thirsty. We're going to go uh, uh, into cocktail. Take that shot back. of the week. Shot. Get the party started with shot of the, the week. It's called. Is bad. No, it's not. It's <laughs> called the Hot damn. First off, after you take this shot, you have to say Hot damn with a southern accent. Southern like
1: accent? Me. Hell
0: <laughs> I'm going to do it with a northern accent, but I don't know what that is. All right, in your shaker filled with ice, everybody should have a shaker now. Ice is free, it's water. All right, here we go.
1: comes out of your fridge. It's
0: a shot of whiskey, bourbon, one of those, a shot of OJ, a shot of rum, and a shot of vodka. Damn, this thing is hot, damn. Loaded. All right, so we got whiskey, bourbon, orange juice, rum, vodka, and your shaker filled with the ice. Shake the shit out of it. And if my math is right, and my math is always right. You should get four shots out of this. All right, Katz made us one. We're going to slam the hot damn and see what's up. Kind of looks OJ just a little off. Hot damn. Uh, yeah. That it's thing's like... nasty as hell. Ooh. Is that nasty?
1: It's down the nasty side.
0: I don't know. I'm getting the orange juice, the acidic, but putting whiskey, rum, and vodka together. Hey. That's a hot note. Excuse me. Do you not have Long Island iced cheese? Yeah, but it doesn't have bourbon in it. Okay. They're all clear liquor.
1: Clear. Whiskey is not a clear liquor.
0: Whatever. All right. Thank you, Kat, for that nasty shot. We don't have <laughs> the hot damn. I, I'm not saying. <laughs> no, it's not. After three or four of those, maybe five. I'm already feeling it. It went straight to the brain cells. Yikes. <laughs>
1: All right, Yikes. today
0: we were bumpered in with the specials, or the specials, a.k.a. if you know. If you don't know the specials, you need to know. Formed in 1977 from Coventry, England. I always loved that, Coventry. Sounds so regal. They were a little ska, little reggae, little rock steady. The specials. Make you want to dance, right, Kat? Yeah. Even if you can't, you're going to you, move something. At least you're going to move something. Uh, ska, ska music. If you don't know what it is, S-K-A, look it up. Very popular back in air day. Back in our day. Uh, why? Because. Boy, oh, boy. It's a great form of music. That, Fighting
1: gravity. Oh.
0: That when you see a band playing Ska, everybody's having fun. It's right? a good time. And just dancing around and the specials can make you move. Uh they had many lineup changes, which was kind of unfortunate. Um, but sometimes dudes and bands just don't like each other. The horn
1: section alone sometimes has problems.
0: Yeah, we, we're gonna go with Terry Hall, who rest in peace. I think Terry passed away. Pancreatic cancer. man that that's a that's a mother. That's a heart so that's a hard one. That, that one hurts. Uh, Neville Staple, Jerry Damers, Linville Golding. Rodney Radiation. That's what he called himself. And
1: I remember the first time I ever saw the special. I'm not done
0: yet. Sorry. Horace Panner, John Bradbury, Dick Cuthrell, Rico Rodriguez. Awesome bass and drums, horns kind of coming in and out like Kat said. All right, what you got?
1: I remember the first time I ever saw them. I think it was the video for Ghost Town. I thought that was like the
0: coolest song ever. Well, they kind of dress kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, it was a black, lot of black and
1: white checker. Yeah,
0: yeah, they 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 took this shirt in. They have their compilation downstairs. Kind of Very slick. Uh, what was it? Teddy Boy look, maybe? Right, Teddy uh, Teddy Boy-esque. Um, Rudy, a message to you. Oh, I love Should Rudy, a message to you. Gangsters, Cad and Ghost Town. Rat Race, one of my mm-hmm. favorite songs. Today we were bumpered in with Do Nothing. You talk about a hot-ass, crappy summer day just want to sit back, jam out to do nothing by the specials. Um, over, over 40 years old. And it, it, it kind of takes me and the wifey back, right? Back to a back time when, when we anyway. were going out and doing our thing, really. Um, I did not know this, but Elvis Costello produced one of their albums. And I think he took them out on tour. Let them open up a couple of times. The specials. They were special. Check out the specials wherever you get your music. We want to thank everybody for hanging out on the hot-ass back porch today. We will see you all down the road. See ya.